Welcome back to another episode, the final episode of 2012 of Talking Bad, the final season. I'm Brian. This is Blake. Hello. And we're here to discuss the final mid-season finale, I guess is what technically it's called, uh, entitled Gliding Overall. My client will supply vital information relating to Frings methamphetamine enterprise. Tell me something I don't already know. I got plenty you don't know. What do we do about those night guys? We? There is no we, Jesse. I'm the only vote left. Am I not tying up loose ends for our mutual benefit? I don't want to be one of them. Blake, overall, what was your impression of this episode? Um, not only did Walt tie up his loose ends, but it, I feel like it tied up a lot of loose ends in the show. I did too, and there's been some criticism that I've heard, and I could kind of see two different sides of it, but, you know, we'll get into that. Um, the opening here of the, the teaser, I guess, the cold open, really had me on edge. Really had me scared seeing Walt sitting there just staring at nothing in his office. Or the fly, I guess you could say, right? Yeah, what was the significance of that fly? Hmm. I think, if you hadn't noticed, it was a series of callbacks to uh, previous episodes that were kind of memorable, I would say. Is that what you took from it? Well, yeah, you know, you had the episode entitled The Fly, possibly. Yeah, I think in it was. The, uh, in, in Gus's lab, mm-hmm. and there was a fly, and, and, the, and the thing was, is Walt couldn't do anything until that fly was gone. Right. Now, is that an OCD thing? We have seen him have some OCD-type uh, uh, things before. Right. I guess I'm, I can't really get into detail about it, but I, I, he, he has had OCD-type things before where... This has to be perfect. He cut the edges off of the sandwich one time, and I just—I think he could have a slight case of OCD. So, but this time to see the fly just kind of hanging around, and he's just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know. Is it a metaphor of some sort? Possibly. Right. Right. I mean, I think it was more of a of a throwback to to just just not like like a best of you know in old like eighties episodes. It'd be like. And here's our best hits kind of episode where it's just clips from older episodes. This was just alluding to a lot of episodes. There were a lot of shots, a lot of quotes. Um, I've got a list of just pictures here. This doesn't really help us right now. Uh, pictures from the episodes and quotes like uh, Tuco in episode one or season one, episode seven says, you know, we're going to make a lot of money together to Walt. Well, Lydia says that to Walt in this one. In the cafe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the pilot, you know, coming around on the uh, medical table for the MRI or whatever the, whatever he was on. Uh, that's exactly shot for shot, like the, the one. And the painting. We'll get into the painting here a little bit later. Um, but then Todd comes in, in the show, and, you know, basically says, you know, I took care of the car. It's kind of cool how it's a cube. You think we should take care of this? other thing and he's like yeah i guess we should and i was just like oh they're not going to get gruesome with our favorite character mike are they oh yeah you knew it i knew that exactly we got to take care of this other thing oh exactly what was happening well i knew that's exactly what was happening but i wondered how much of it they were going to show like is this oh you know that's what you know what i i think they didn't they didn't show it because of the fact you know we loved we love everyone. Loved Mike. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, and they just didn't want to put people through that. And it's not like everyone's gonna, you know. It's, I, I would think the creators wouldn't be like, "Well, it's everyone's favorite character. Now we're just gonna slice them up for you and then leave you hanging <laughs> for a year." <laughs> right. You right. know. I agree. That sucks. I agree. Um, but then, dude, when the garage door opens, my heart skipped. I was just like, "Oh no!" And it was, of course, it was Jesse. Of course, it was Jesse. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, "They're gonna. He's gonna find out right now." He's going to find out right now, you know, and Walt's just completely, you know, Todd casually shuts the door like Todd would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Walt just completely shuts him out, you know, like, what are we going to do? And he's like, we? Who's we? You know, there's only one vote left. Well, well, the best was when Jesse said, did you get to Mike? Oh. Is he is he OK or is he gone? And Walt just goes, 
he's out. No, he goes, uh, he's, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, technically, yes, Walter. Yeah. Fucking dick. He's gone. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he shuts out, literally shuts the door on Jesse, which was a little too symbolic for me, but shuts the door on him. <laughs> like, ooh. Well, real quick. Yeah. To, to just backtrack a second. Okay. So when he's sitting there and he's, he sees this fly and he's looking at it, I think you can just see it in his face that he's just broken down. But he's it's kind of come full swing. I I I felt. Did you think it was because down. of Mike? Yes. You think that him killing Mike really something mm. snapped in him? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because because he realized too that when Mike was dying, he's just like, God damn it! I just realized I could have got the names from Lydia. Like, I'm sorry. I I, I can't believe I I did this to you. Right. And I think that I think that really was the the beginning of him slowly going to where he ended up in this episode, right. which I truly believe is actually happening, that he's getting out. I truly believe it. Right. Well, we'll get, we got some theories. Oh, and then there was that cool that cool thing where uh, <laughs> there was a moment where he goes, Todd, I think it's about time I meet your uncle. And in my head, I said, here's my theory. It's coming to life. This is the beginning of my theory coming true. Walt's going to meet the uncle who is in jail, so later when he gets put in jail, he's going to know who he is. He's going to give him a call. <laughs> but unfortunately... But you had to know where they were going, obviously. You had right. to know where they were going with that. Yeah, has to take care of the nine other guys. Um, yeah, your thing is... Uh, pretty... It's not... Pretty done. No, no, it's not going to happen. It was, it, was a neat, it was a neat idea. Well, last <laughs> week, we actually came up with our own theory together where he wasn't going to prison anymore, but maybe... He had skipped town and was hiding out. Well, I think that's pretty plain and simple. I think that's to, to realize. Yeah. And even before last week, I think that's pre- yeah. was just pretty plain and simple with what was going to happen. Yeah, he's getting out of town. And we've had that conversation before, where it's like everyone's trying to figure it out. And what are the hidden messages? And it's like, well, pretty much the what it looks like is what it turns out to be most of the time. Only very few times do they just come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Now, did you realize, skipping back just here a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we're skipping um, over everything. Well, when so um, after it's all said and done, and I, I believe he, it was after the, the, the nine, the ten had been killed in prison. Now, I did text you actually last night when I was watching. I said, I counted 11 people get killed. Yeah. But I went back and watched it today, and they actually just showed... One killing from two rooms. Oh, so okay. I, you know, I can I can tell you that okay, it was ten. Um, but after that all went down, and he gets the call from uh, the I, I possibly I, they're like Aryan Nation, I want to say, with the Nazi swastika uh, tattoos and things, uh, not biker gang or anything like that. They're right. like the Aryan Nation. A- anyway, so he gets a call. He said it's done. Walt gets in the shower almost. I feel like there is a lot of symbolism in this. I mean, why show Walt in the shower kind of washing away the sins, if you will? Right. Maybe. But at the same time, the more important thing to, to realize is that you saw the uh, uh, Walt Whitman book as he reached for his towel. Yeah. Getting out of the shower. A little bit of and foreshadowing. Knew, yeah, and you knew that had to come back and play a, play a part in it. I want to say that you could see that it was a Walt Whitman book at that point. I, I could be wrong. Well, I'm not going to say that's 100% what happened, but well, you, you could see the book. You could tell it was a Walt Whitman book because the book has been seen before this oh, season. Wow. That's how I knew, is because that same book, he like picks it up early. I forget which episode it was, but he like picks it up and looks at it, and there's a close-up. It says, blah, 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 by Walt Whitman. And you're like, oh, my God. And I don't know. Like I, leaves of grass. Leaves of grass, something. yeah. And then he kind of puts it on his bedside and leaves it there. And you're just like, okay. and that was kind of a sign to us, again, that he was being cocky is to leave a clue like that out in the open. Okay. Now, what about this? Uh, because on that picture you just posted here where we saw it, when he is talking to the Brotherhood, let's call it, uh, in the motel. Right. And he's just staring at this painting. Yes. And he he says, you know, I've seen this before. Yes. What do you think? They just have these all in a big warehouse. Right. And I'm trying to think, where have we seen this before? Because he wouldn't have just said that unless we have. Now I look at your picture. I see that we've seen it before. Yeah. But 
you know, my brain doesn't pick up on that kind of stuff. Right. Like, I didn't realize that he'd seen this painting 19 episodes ago. Didn't care. Well, I didn't, I didn't see that painting thing either. I've noticed that, and I had that written down. Like, that's a weird thing for Walt to say. There were other things throughout the episode where I was like, that, that looks familiar. Like, I've yeah. seen that. And then when I went and did some looking into it, I found this thing, and it's like, oh, there's been all these things throughout the episode that are kind of callbacks to older mm. episodes. So but what does what does the painting mean? It's it's almost like a mother and child uh, on a shore waving goodbye to this ship. Okay. Right. Let's look at this and think this is them saying goodbye to Walter, his family saying goodbye to him, him leaving. Right. Ah, there's got to be something to that. There's no way well, to just put that in there for no reason. Here's why I took it was when I first saw it, they made like kind of a thing about showing that painting. And to mm -hmm. me, it was symbolism of that was all the way back in season two, I believe. It says here at season two, episode three. Okay. That's before Walt really starts turning bad, like for real. So I took it as symbolism as Walt is, at that point, was heading back to the dark side, away from his family, away from being the nice oh. Walt, away from that. And this was kind of, in this episode, at least what how I took it was, he was, there were all these callbacks to older episodes, and this was his character actually pointing it out, like, I've seen this before. Me, Walt, okay. has yeah, seen this I, before. Okay, I dig it. So, I dig that. kind of like, a, hey guys, this is kind of a cool thing to check out. That's all I took right. it as. Well, that's exactly what it was, obviously. Right, right. Um, we skipped over, uh, obviously, this uh, a major part in it. And possibly the future of the show, um, the coffee house, or the coffee shop meeting with Lydia, who seems to be getting hotter with every episode. <laughs> um, but basically, she went there to get the names finally, and she was pretty smart about it. Lydia, you've come all this way. You do have the list. Yes, I have it. Good. It's just not written down. And why is that? It's in my head. Safer there. I see. And I suggest you pick up a pen. Not just yet. It was my understanding that attending to these nine names was precisely what you wanted. Ten names now. Ten. Counting the lawyer. Yes, ten. Counting the lawyer. So, what, am I not tying up loose ends for our mutual benefit? You're tying up loose ends and I don't want to be one of them. Once I give that list. I've served my purpose, and then maybe I'm just one more person who knows too much. So you put that list in my hands, and in your mind, I immediately just murder you just right here in this no, restaurant, not right here in right this public here. place. Of course. Immediately. It's not Listen, good. Lydia, you made me promise on my children's lives that I guaranteed your safety. For Mike. You guaranteed I'd be safe. For Mike. There's no way he'd ever go for this. You getting rid of his guys. You wouldn't be doing this. The names. If Mike were still a factor. Yeah. That's what I thought. And I think her character really showed... Like, I was always kind of like... In past episodes, why was Gus dealing with someone like Lydia? Because she just seemed like... Loopy. Loopy and, and erratic and just panicky. Yeah. And it's just like, well, I think this episode, we kind of figured out why. And it was, she's got connections. She's got big connections. Um, yeah. Well, she was, she acts, she's acted the way she has in previous episodes because she had no choice. You know, Mike's like threatening to kill her and stuff. So, right. I mean, she's freaking out, you know, but now we did see a new her. Yeah. And she's just like, listen, you know, I can get you started overseas. You could go double, even more than double what you're making. You know, you. I'm a little worried that the only reason you're here is because Mike isn't an issue. And if Mike isn't an issue, then why wouldn't you just get rid of me along with everybody else? And he's like, what? I'm just going to murder you right here in this restaurant? You bet your ass he was going to. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, right. With the rice and yeah. Right. Yeah, he was. But she was like, look, make this deal with me. And making that deal was pretty much saving her ass again. Saving her yeah. own ass was like, make this deal with me, and I promise you a ton more money, and you'll grow even bigger, and you'll be really far away from anything bad that happens with it. 
And, and we know that's what Walt wants. Right. Is to grow this into an empire so he couldn't resist. Well, I kind of thought for a second, I'm like, well, maybe he's just going to start dealing meth over there and just stop in, in this area. But then I thought, well, he's Heisenberg now. He just wants it all. <clears throat> and he's already gotten with uh, the other group in Phoenix, so I, right. I don't think he can just cut that off immediately. Well, we'll we'll have to talk about that. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Because he kind of he kind of did. <laughs> yeah. So Walt meets with the prison guys and obviously just says, you know, this is what I'm paying you for. You know, they say they can't get it done. You know, it's not possible. And I never understood. Walt's asking these prison guys to kill these guys within two minutes. And at first, I was like, well, why? Why would you want it all done within two minutes? Like, are you trying to send a message to the DEA, like, don't mess with Heisenberg? And then it hit me. Um, if he killed one or two of them, the rest of them will probably be put in, like, protective custody or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Had to get them all at once, right now. End this. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, he goes, to get this done within two minutes, I mean, that's, that's almost, you can't be done the way you want it. It can be done, but not the way you want it. And he goes, it can be done exactly the way I want it. Well, just the question is, are you the guys to do it? Yeah. Figure it out. And it's like, all right, we're back in this full Heisenberg. And then comes what I like to call the, the shank, 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 shank. <laughs> montage. <laughs> where it's just shanking, awesome. shanking upon shanking, and shanking people over and over and over again. And there were some critics out yeah. there that said this music, and, and as many times as they shanked it, it was unbelievable. It was just cartoonish to them. And it's like, no, dude. That's how you would be killed if someone really wanted you dead in prison, I believe. Not with that music, but... Well, yeah. And and also, these are little three-inch blades, you know? Yeah. It's not like they're penetrating organs. I mean, you've got to just stab them a number of times. I mean, you want a lot of blood. I mean, they need to bleed out, basically. You're not going to get their heart with a little two-inch blade. No, I know, I know. So you've got to stab them or light them on fire. And they're like, well, well, how did he get gasoline? How did they get gasoline smuggled into the prison? It's like, well, dude, they've got, like, chemical cleaning chemicals. Maybe it wasn't gasoline. They could light that yeah. on fire. I mean, it's totally just amazing, like, kill after kill. And Walt's just sitting there watching it happen. And people, you know, it, it was very Godfather-esque, I would say. Like, there's a scene in The Godfather where... The main mafia guy played by, you know, you haven't seen The Godfather, but um, <laughs> yeah, don't don't hate me, people. I've never seen it. It's like six hours long. Not watching it. <laughs> yeah, I've got the attention span of a gnat. <laughs> yeah, attention span of a gnat. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a long one, but there's a scene in the movie where he, you, you don't know if he's ordered a hit or not on a bunch of people, and then it cuts to like a montage like this where. Um, the main mafia guy's having his son be baptized and he's in church. But while that's going on, it's cutting to like all these people getting killed one after another, one after another. And it was very similar to this where Walt's standing in the window while looking at his watch and people in this prison one after another, one after another. So a pretty cool, like allusion to a classic mob movie, I would say. And also in the Godfather, if I'm not mistaken, isn't there an orange present whenever someone's going to die? Very true. Well, there were orange jumpsuits everywhere. Yep, yep. And throwback to when uh, um, Todd, the guy that Skyler fucked, when he hit his head. Ted. The oranges. So another, yeah. So, But yeah, yeah. We know that there's been throwbacks to the Godfather before. So... This is what I was curious about, because when, when this montage started, I looked at the clock, and it was before 10.30, and I was like, I literally out loud go, already? Like, I expected <laughs> this to be the finale big deal, and here we have almost 40 minutes of show left, and these guys are going to be dead. I'm sitting here going, well, what do they have in store for us for the rest of the show? Because now there's no more conflict. Yeah, yeah. Because this gone, this has gone back to... Well... I got nothing. <laughs> well, he said, well... <laughs> yeah, just kind of agreeing with you. Just edit that out. Well... <laughs> That's fine. Well, nothing. Um, All right, well, we're getting way off track here. Let's sorry. get into this, because this is a big, 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 big deal here. Okay, okay. So anyway, they cut to commercial break. They come back, and... Walt is, first shot is Walt's just playing with the kid very happily after he just did this terrible thing. 
just contrast to show you how terrible he is. And mm. Hanks comes home and he tells him this story. Well, first of all, this is something else I found out in some of my research. He comes in and Hank asks him if he wants a drink. And he says, uh, yeah. And he asks for it with on the rocks. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, do you remember the scene where um, Walt and Mike were having a drink at the bar? Yeah. And Mike punches him out? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to post another one of these little picture things in the chat. All right, sir. Evidently, Walt has very subtly takes sometimes some of the traits of the people he's killed. Because when he asked for his drink at the bar with Mike, Mike took it on the rocks and Walt says neat or takes it without ice. Now he takes it with. Way back in the first season, when um, when they had uh, Crazy 8 tied up in the basement, they made him a sandwich and he asked to have the crust, the crust cut off. Oh, and I just mentioned something about the crust being cut off. Right. But that was probably that episode or later no he made his own sandwich and cut that crust off right are you kidding me right so this may have been something that the writers are throwing in there for people really digging deep into this show and these are the only two that i could find there may be others like i don't know well i'm sure but that was i thought was kind of cool pick up there because he says on the rocks and immediately i wanted to say minerals they're minerals (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, and they sit down, they have this talk, and you're just wondering what Hank's going to say to Walt, because right across from him is the dude that caused all these deaths and basically blew up the case he was so, so sure he had. And he starts talking about this job he had when he was a kid. In college, and that was actually really a really symbolic conversation they had. Well, what did you take from it? Because I have my take on it. Well, so you have Hank sitting here telling him this story of simpler times. He's tired of chasing these monsters, you know, it's just getting a little old. I like to go back to simpler times. And then at the end, Walt says, well, I used to like to go camping. So he's again, foreshadowing what's, what happens at the end. You know, he, he's ready to be done. This is, he wants simpler times. And it also happened when he went and talked to uh, Jesse skipping ahead. We'll get to that. I'm sure. Yeah. When he went and talked to Jesse, he just wanted to talk to him about the simpler times before it it got to where it is and so big and out of control. The simpler times. I just want to be done. Right. He wants out. Well, we'll, we'll have to talk about that because I'm not quite sure I'm 100% on board with you on that. Okay, well, yeah. What would you think? I mean, obviously. Well, that's, I took it as – I took part of it as what you did is that Hank still – I mean, did, was getting tired of this. Was just basically like, man, I I remember back to how much I hated having to mark those trees and walk through the woods. But now looking back, I wish I would have enjoyed it more because it's sure more a lot more fun than chasing, chasing monsters. monsters. Right, right. So that's what I took, and I didn't take Walt as sitting there thinking, well, maybe I should hang it up. I feel like he has work too hard to be on top to within however much time has passed since he's killed these nine guys to be like, well, and now that I'm on top, I'm kind of bored with it. Three days. Three days. And I'm bored. After a year of working at this empire and killing all these people, after three days I'm bored. I don't buy that. Well, no, no, no. No, no. There's more to that. I mean, he killed Mike. That was a big deal in his head. I mean, that was a huge deal when he realized that he was wrong for killing Mike. Like, Mike was about to leave and be done with it. Now, granted, the nine guys, the ten guys, they had to go. Yeah. They obviously had to go. He said that. he didn't have to kill Mike to make it happen. Right. Mike would have disappeared anyway. Mike was gone. Out of it. Right. Those ten guys didn't matter to him anymore. Although, I don't know why he didn't give them the names, I guess, because they... He, they wouldn't have mattered to him anymore. He was out. Yeah, but you know, then went in Rome. Went in Rome. Well, then we 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 go on to a uh, the, the the great montage, which I think is the best montage of the show, with Crystal Blue Persuasion. Which once I heard it, I thought, why and how has this song not been used yet in a montage? Yeah. it's just perfect. They saved it. They saved it. Obviously, they had to. Have. Uh, but they basically show. 
um, every facelet of this organization that Walt's built and how it works and, you know, ins and outs and recipient here and cool transitions, showing the whole thing. Now, what I didn't know is how much time passed there. Three months. Skylar says three months when she takes him to the storage unit. Now, for a show that's been on for four seasons and past one year, to go three months ahead of time in one montage is a big deal. Yeah, right, because now we know that uh, he's going to be 52 at some point at the next part of the season. We're a fourth of the way there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I didn't think of it that way, but you're right. Three months have passed, so now we're talking probably a year and three months or maybe even more. I mean, because we don't know how much time has expanded during this whole part of the first season. At least I don't recall how much time anyway, but yeah, good point. And this is where a lot of the criticism of this episode came in because they felt like they, some of these critics felt like they broke a big rule of Breaking Bad. And not like a rule like you have to do it this way, no other way, but more like, one of the ideals of the show is that it's a slow burn. Like, you could have taken a whole other season and showed Walt slowly getting bored. And then picked up after the montage. You know what I mean? Instead of just, well, we're, we're zipping through here and all of a sudden now he's bored. Well, you know they, what I mean? You know, they, they've got bigger and better places to go. Now we're going to see, I think, Walt trying to make a turnaround. And then it's going to come back to haunt him, though, unfortunately. Well, the the real telltale, like, I couldn't get it. I'm like, well, why is he, is he just tired because he's constantly doing this? I don't know if he was upset about the mic thing still. He's a broken man, yes. I mean, he, but he seems like he has everything that he wanted. But he's lost his family. He's got his empire, though. I mean, his family's still around. He still goes and sees him. Well, that's the <laughs> thing. Wife. Now, now he's got his empire. Where do you go from there? He did it. I guess. I he think that's what I kind of took it. It's like, a, you, once you're on top, what's there else is there to reach for? That's kind of what I was taking from it. Yeah. And then, when we come back from the break after that, is yeah, that's when um, Skylar comes home and finds him just sitting out by the pool, watching the water, mm-hmm. thinking about his empire or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And Skylar says, I want you to come with me. And I'm like, okay. This is where the nervousness for me like really started kicking in. I'm like, that last 15 minutes here, here we go. Yeah. And I'm like, rub my hands together. I'm like, where's she taking him? Where's she taking him? All of a sudden, we're at the storage bin area, the storage place, and she opens this thing up, and there's just like a big square case-looking thing covered on a blanket. And I'm like, what could that be? What could that be? <laughs> exactly what that was. <laughs> it was money. It was all money. And I'm like, well, what's she doing with it? She's hoarding it evidently and she's like I, it's too much I can't I don't even know how much it is I've stopped counting and Walt immediately goes how much money is this and she's like I have no idea <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have no idea so I don't know what she was trying to say I mean basically I get it she's trying to say when is enough enough but I think she's been trying to say that the whole season so that wasn't really a big revelation to me and Walt I felt Walt knew how much money he was bringing in. This is his empire. Yeah, you would think he would have a pretty good idea anyway, at least a yeah. rough estimate of how much that was. Yeah, he shouldn't be surprised by that. Yeah. Like, yeah. He was just staring at this money going like, oh my God, this is so much money. It's going to change me. I'm going to be good again. No, you know exactly how much money you're bringing in from Germany. Exactly how much by the pound, by the ounce of meth you're making yeah. and how much you're getting for it. Yeah. So I didn't buy that scene. I thought it was kind of a, let's throw in an episode for Skylar. Well, maybe, yeah. But, um, okay, so then he goes on his doctor visit, I believe, would be next. Wait, wait. I got one more thing before we get to the doctor visit. Okay. Um, somebody took screenshots of that pile and somehow figured out a rough estimate of how much money that actually was. Not interesting. Yeah. They're all different so, denominations, though, Skylar said. All different denominations. Yeah, all different denominations. So they say, let's assume the low estimate for the amount of bills in a bundle. In one little bundle. Like one little stack. Not a, not a long stack. I'm trying to describe this for people listening. Mm-hmm. Just like a little grouping bundle of random bills is two grand. Like that's the, the bottom 
estimate. In like 20 or something, out of $20 bills. Yeah, and the top estimate would be like five grand or something. So each little bundle is five grand. Well, they go 12, the rows go 12 bundles across, 40 to 45 bundles high, and 17 bundles deep. Like he took screenshots and counted them. Got a lot of time on your hands to do that, but Hey, this dude did it so we don't have to. Yeah. I'm just reading what he wrote online. So if you do all the math, if it's a minimum of two grand to five grand a bundle, that would mean this pile was anywhere between seventeen million five hundred thousand dollars to forty three thousand eight hundred and sixty dollars. Forty three million <laughs> eight hundred and sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> yes, yes, sorry, I hate numbers and math. So yeah, anywhere between seventeen and forty three million dollars. But you know, it's a prop. It probably it, you're not supposed to know how much it actually is. It's just yeah, supposed to be a lot. Right. That's beside the point. Let's get but to the I just thought that was a cool it. little tidbit. Goes to see the doctor and then goes to the restroom right after. It's the same shot from the first season, um, which should tell you something. I think that's the most obvious clue of that scene was the exact same thing happened in the first season. Same shot. He's got cancer again, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. They, why, why wouldn't they have changed out the, the, the towel dispenser? Yeah. It's been a year. <laughs> yeah, like, figure this out. It was completely destroyed. And they yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but how he accepted it this time was so much different than he accepted it the first time. He just kind of looked at that towel dispenser and was like, well, yeah, you know, it's, it's coming full circle for me. You know, it's coming back. And now that, what I was thinking, that moment there when the cancer comes back, coupled with all the money he made. That's why, I i mean, I believe that he's like, well, I've, I've done it. This is it. I need to get out. Ties up more loose ends, as we said. He gives that money to Jesse. Let's get right into this. But I thought that was a, a good scene right there, too. And we'd already talked about it, how he was thinking back to simpler times. and just, Oh, yeah. Just, See, that's... This is way of, of trying to get out of this. My first impression was... He was Heisenberg until he found out he had cancer. That's when he decided to, sw- to go back to being. Okay. That was. That's what I took from it. But there were there, there had to have been other reasons. Thinking back on like what you've said about Mike, about how he reached the top for whatever reason it is, I think it might be a multitude of reasons. Yeah. Like mixed together, <laughs> but I think the cancer was a big one. Well, yeah, and, the, and, and he would have never he would have never given that money to Jesse if he wasn't out. You know, I think he feels like, you know what, it was just like you said last week. If if you're not going to break bad with me, then you get nothing. Yeah. You know, if you don't want right. to stay involved in this, you get nothing. Now he's, that's again why I'm sitting here going, I, I, I think I truly believe that, that he's out and that he means it. And by, by him giving the five million to Jesse, that solidifies it, I think. That solidifies it. He's out and he's giving Jesse his share. I think that solidifies it, but also, and this is, gives a lot of credit to Brian Cranston, Walt's demeanor when he goes over to Jesse's was almost identical to back in the first couple of seasons. Like, by the way he walked and the way he was talking and how nice he was being, I'm like, oh, it's totally not Heisenberg anymore. That's Walt. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, yeah, totally. I, I, I buy that. You know, and he's like, oh, remember back, you know, with the... He's like, well, why didn't we ever buy a, you know, a nicer motorhome? We had the money, inertia. Yeah, which I, you know, I was gonna like, I wrote inertia equals, and then I got to Wikipedia and I looked at the definition. I'm like, yeah, and I don't even understand this. Something about <laughs> moving and then not moving and shit. So I couldn't figure out what he meant by inertia. Obviously, it meant something, but I, I just, I didn't feel like figuring it out. Inertia means like if you're going the same space, it's harder to stop than to continue to keep going. Basically. All right. So now put that in in, in, in Blake terms. Like what? Does that okay. Mean? If I'm in a head-on in car accident, the show, I don't care about that. In terms of the I, show, if I'm in a head-on car accident, inertia will cause me to go through the window because it's easier for me to continue going than to completely stop. Okay. All right. So now, okay, let's put that into so the show. So maybe he was saying I had been going bad for so long, it was easier for me to continue going bad than to stop and be good. Oh my, that's exactly what it was. Good job. You I mean, that's exactly what it was. Okay. I just thought, I, I didn't even think about that at the time. I literally just thought about that. Again now, that 
if anything, then exactly what you just said, that totally rings true with me, then that uh, solidifies again. He, now he's admitting, hey, it was easy for me to just keep going instead of stopping. But you know what? I'm ready to stop. Here's your $5 million. I'm out too. Even though he didn't tell him he's out, but he's out too. Well, it was a little scary when he turned and looked back and says, I left something for you. <laughs> I was scared because that was Heisenberg face. And the music got really scary. And you're just like, what is this? Is this Brock's body? What is this in this bag? Brock's body. That would be insane. <laughs> that would be insane. But I knew in the back of my head, I knew it was the five. Million. Yeah. Yeah. Was kinda, <laughs> I knew. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just in, and Jesse going out there too and being like, what is this? Um, yeah. You know, what's cool though. That was $5 million in two bags. Are you kidding me? That can, <laughs> you can take that right there and show how much money they had there. Uh, yeah. Way more than 43 million, I would assume. Right. We're talking right. about a billion with a B. I think. And then uh, Walt comes home, you know, and he kind of tells Skylar, you know, I'm done. I'm done. He says it twice just so she knows. Like, he says it the first time, so she's like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. What did you say? And she says the second time to confirm, no, I'm done. And he walks away, and it just shows her by the sink. And I think this was the point that a lot of people didn't like, was then more time flashes by. Yeah, but only a, like a day or two. And there's kind of some quick cuts, like how much time? Only a couple days. I think they actually think? did that one a little a little better. I mean, it showed by the river, and it just went from day to night and back to day, and then we were at their, in the backyard. Then Skyler went from wishing Walt would die to being just, just okay that he's there very quickly. Well, the three months. The three months had passed. No, but not since he quit. You said three days. Well, I know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, they haven't, they haven't had their kids this whole time, and finally, you know, he says, I'm done. Three days later, they're all in the back having a barbecue. Kids are back. Walt Jr.'s happy with the mom again. Everybody's fine. I didn't buy that. Well, because I, I think the whole time, Skylar thought, you're not going to stop. You're not going to quit ever until something bad happens. So him finally saying, I'm out, and she believed it, and she's like, all right, let's get this family back yeah. on track then. I don't know. But do you, well, but do you remember, I just think it moved too fast. Like, do you remember how mad she was at him about lying and how much he lied to her? And finally he says, you know what? I just dropped the whole thing. This whole thing we've been working on, I just dropped it. And she believes him. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And she's like, great, let's have a barbecue. And she quit smoking. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, that, that's, yeah, I mean, evidently, things wrapped up. I mean, I got what they're trying to do, which was basically take the happiest scene but have everybody just on edge with it yeah because they know not an episode can go by ending happy like that right so that's what they were trying to do there i think they sped up too much time for the pace that the show has gone for 45 years now but what they were trying to do with that last scene was be like okay everybody's happy here but i'm doing this to fuck with you because you know I'm not going to let you go without having a major thing happen. Right. Someone might die. Something horrible might happen. They've ended every season with plane crashes and Walt running people over and shooting them in the head. And now we're just at a barbecue. The, the time speed up thing, I think, is just because they're like, okay, you know what? It's the first, the first two acts of the series are over. We had to get those two acts out of the way. Now it's time for Act 3 with these last eight episodes. They didn't have time to show three months of work being done. We've seen that. We've seen that being done. Actually, things are running so smoothly for the first time ever that right. they have no reason to show it. It's running very smoothly. No one's on to them. Everyone's dead that was going to rat them out. There's no reason to show us the rest of that stuff. Let's speed it up. And you know what? I want to find out why Walt has a goddamn M60 in his trunk. That's what I want to know. Yeah. I don't want to see the last three months that have been excellent and nothing bad is happening to him. I don't care about that. I want to see now where this is going. Finish up those first two acts. Now we're moving into the climax where these last eight episodes. Get it out of here. I mean, I could. Yeah. And that makes sense because the first act is Walt turning into Heisenberg. Right? Yeah, I guess you could. Well, maybe you could say that. And the second act would be Walt as Heisenberg. Yeah. And now this third act as Walt turning good, but ending up bad again for some reason. I don't know. No. See, all right, let's go ahead and finish this off here with, with what happened, and then let's get into what's going to happen. 
Okay, yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, okay, so anyway, you see this tense scene, and even Vince Gilligan puts the goddamn camera right by the baby, and why would you let your crippled kid push a baby by a pool? <laughs> I'll never know. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> That's just nerve-wracking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I think and he puts the camera right there. A lot of people thought something might happen. Everyone did, dude. Everyone's sitting there going, I mean, is there going to be a random sniper bullet come in or something? I don't know what's going to happen. That was a long scene right there to where, yeah, that had you on edge. Like, something's got to happen. Something's going to happen here. And they edited it really good to the point where they weren't focusing on one person's conversation too long for you to really catch on to what was going on. Mm-mm. It was like, yeah, this person's talking. Now this person's talking a little bit. Now we're cutting to the pool and now we're over here. And it went on for a while and you're just like, oh my God, something's <laughs> going to happen. There's only two minutes left. This is nuts. And I'll admit though, when Hank got up, I'll admit this. When Hank got up and was like, does anybody need anything and goes to go inside? I go, here we go. Hank's finding out. Right now, I knew. I knew right away either Hank's finding out or something horrible is happening to Hank. Because now Hank steps out of the scene and he goes into the bathroom and sits down to take a shit, which I thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Roots around behind the toilet and pulls out the book. And right then I was like, oh my God. Obviously. Now, here's Mike. It finds out that the WW stood. For Walter White, and that flashback was really cool. Where he goes, "You got me." That was awesome. Yeah, I don't know if you thought so. Oh yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding me? I, what, what, Hank is so serious in that flashback, you know, where he's like, "What, what, what do you think that is, Woodrow Wilson? You know, someone else, Walter White?" And he just looks at him, and then Walter, <laughs> "You got me." Yeah, I mean, but it was so serious how he looked at him, like Walter White. Is it fucking you? Is it fucking yeah. you, dude? Please tell me. <laughs> yeah. Because if you remember that episode, for a half second, everyone was like, oh my god, he, he figured it out. Yeah. He figured it out. Like, like waiting. They figured it out, and Walt goes, you got me. And then they both laugh, and it's like, ah, god damn it, Hank. <laughs> right. But now he's finally, he, now, now he's finally figured it out. And a lot of people were online said the only thing funnier would have been is if, like, obviously he goes, you got me, and then it cuts back to... Hanks on the toilet and he kind of like looks up in the air like, oh my God, it, you know, Heisenberg's Walter. And then it cuts to, you know, created by Vince Gillen, but you hear like a turd plop in the toilet. <laughs> like he shit himself. Right, <laughs> he yeah. shit himself, literally. <laughs> I thought it was funny because over the weekend I heard that Dean Norris had said in an interview before this show aired that um, there's definitely, you know, I can't tell you too much about the finale, but there's definitely an oh shit moment. And it just so happened when he was taking a shit, which I thought was pretty, uh, pretty funny on his part. Yeah, right. <laughs> at that part, I just I was trembling at the revelation when when Hank realizes what was going on. I mean, I'm I'm physically quivering, like, oh my god, what just happened here? This is insanity. Um, I was too. I was just like, holy crap! And of course, followed by the intense realization that I have to wait a year to find out how. I mean, they're going to skip ahead a lot. What do you think it's going to go? Like, do you have any any thoughts about where where we're going to go next season? Because it's not even a season. It's eight episodes. Well, I, I, I mean, I think it could go, like, one of two ways. The one way I'm thinking is that Hank obviously knows. Now, is, is he going to take time to gather evidence and put all this together? I mean, him and Walt are like real brothers. You know, they have a real love for each other. I don't know how he's going to accept this. I mean, he he very well could go to Walt. I mean, he's going to walk out of this bathroom if that's where we begin the next episode. He's going to walk out of this bathroom like nothing happened, continue on, go home, later might confront Walt and be like, listen, this is you. I figured this out. Unbelievable. Walt needs to skip town. Now, by Walt skipping town, all of a sudden the checks are coming, the check people um, he's got the Declan gang in Phoenix that are probably sitting here going, where is all this stuff? And, you know, it could be Hank going, you know what, yeah. you need to, you need to tie up these loose ends. We need to figure this out. And then Walt comes back guns a-blazing to finish everybody off because his family might be in danger. Jesse's in danger. Something like that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Wow. That's a know. good theory. That's yeah. Maybe the, maybe you gotta, you gotta wonder. The check 
people have to play a part or else why introduce that whole... Yeah, so quickly, yeah. I mean, they were just in this episode, and then, like you said, it skipped ahead three months. So he's been doing solid business with these guys for three months, let alone the Declan gang, where you could see uh, Todd was making all the drop-offs to them. That's what he was doing, all the scenes in the desert. He's dropping the money off, and the, or the right. drugs off to uh, the Declan gang, and they're switching the money. So all of these people are in on this very big. It's huge. You know how much money they're making. And I, I, I you know what, I, I don't, I don't think Hank is going to take him down. I, 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 don't, I don't think he's going to join him by any means, but I don't think he's going to take him down. I, I, I mean, I think he's going to be like, listen, I'll pretend none of this ever happened, but this is on you. You could end this whole thing, and maybe, maybe Walt comes back and just ends it all. <laughs> like so. Scarface. Remember the Scarface episode, or the episode where they're watching Scarface, and you know what Walt says in that episode? Everybody dies at the end of this movie. Everybody dies in that final scene. Everybody dies. Yeah. So that, unfortunately, could be the way that it goes, where Walt comes back, takes everyone out, but dies in the process, Scarface style. Yeah. Um, I mean, that theory is about, I mean, it's better than what I had before this week. I think he might have to go on the run for some reason. I guess the question is... Is it going to be a Hank versus Walt or a Hank helping Walt because if it comes out that he's Heisenberg, then Hank loses his job and his reputation? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. That's why he can't do anything about it. He was right under his nose. Right. As his boss, uh, his, as his previous boss had said, he was right under our nose talking about Gus. And and, and if you remember Hank's... Um, Facing that kind of, I'm not going to call it a revelation. He didn't know that Walt was under his nose, but he just kind of looked at it like, yeah, how could you let someone that was so close to us get away with this? How could that happen? Now, now Hank knows. He's like, oh my God, I fucking did the same thing. I can't lose my job. You know, I've got, you know, my, my wife and my house and all this yeah. shit. I have to, you know, he's got to support this stuff. I, I, I don't see Hank taking him down. I see Hank kind of being an under-the-table player, yeah. saying, you need to figure this out, or I will take you down, maybe. And then Walt goes out, guns a-blazing. Well, um, there was actually an interview with Vince Gilligan after the show aired, and they asked him a bunch of questions about the finale. Um, and I just want to read three of them real quick. Um, I know this isn't a podcast where we just read stuff that other people have written, but this is actually from the creator's mouth the writer, the head writer, the showrunner. Um, so the three big questions that I wanted to hear was, is Heisenberg done with the business for good? And what he said was, I guess you're always supposed to be guessing when you're watching Breaking Bad. As Walt said to his wife in the last act, he said, I'm out. And we can either take him at his word or not. He is, of course, infamous for being one of the world's greatest liars. But I tend to believe personally that he was telling the truth when he told her that. Mm. Have, we, have we witnessed him cooking his last batch? Hard to say. I could be coy and simply say I'm not going to tell you, but on the other hand, we're still working on the final eight episodes. My writers and I don't completely know how it's going to quite lay out as of yet. I'm not even sure of the answer myself, but it's looking like he's out of the business for sure. Okay. So there, there's a bit of an answer. They kind of know in broad strokes what they're doing, I think he says here in a bit, um, but there's a little bit of an answer. Um. What will Hank do with his epiphany that Walt is Heisenberg? And he says, well, that is the big question and the subject of great debate amongst seven writers, myself included. Gilligan admits, does he walk right out and shoot him? Do you keep your cards close to the vest? Are you able to control your emotions you feel? Are you in a state of shock? Pointing out that Hank's brother-in-law is a, quote, a man that he loves and has brotherly love and affection for, Gilligan asks, how does one take it all in and process it on a mere matter of seconds? I just fucking said the exact same thing about them. What are you kidding me? That's amazing. I, what do I, write for the show? That's amazing. <laughs> you should write for I said that. They're like brothers. They love each other. Are you kidding me? I fucking said yeah. that. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. I did. I was here. <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, as for having Hank make the discovery while otherwise indisposed on the porcelain throne, Gilligan says, eh, we like to try to change things up. Having ended the previous seasons with the likes of a drug dealer delivering a brutal beatdown, a plane crash, and Jesse shooting someone in the face, they, quote, 
figured perhaps the most interesting ending would be perhaps, on the face of it, the least dramatic. A guy getting the revelation of his life while seated on the toilet felt ballsy in its own way. <laughs> so they tried to go all out at the end of the season, having a guy basically shitting himself on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> and finally, he says, uh, does Gilligan feel pressure to deliver a one-size-pleases-all series finale next summer? Uh, knowing that acclaimed dramas such as The Sopranos and Lost have seen their legacies tarnished by critic critiqued closers, Gilligan knows, quote, there's no way to please everybody. In fact, the most dangerous thing is to try to come up with an ending that pleases the widest swath of people. Emotionally speaking, it's fucking anvils hanging over us, Gillen admits with a laugh. <laughs> it's like the idea that the last batter to get struck out is to blame for the team's entire loss. So yes, the ending will be judged with more scrutiny than any of the 61 episodes that come before it. Yeah, that's true. So, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. I was fine. I don't feel that way with Lost. I was fine with how Lost ended. I was fine with yeah, that. Yeah, so was I. You know, I enjoyed the ride. Yeah, to- tied it all together just fine. You know, yeah. and, and that was fine. This, I, yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard to say because now we have eight full episodes left. And we yep. know that this giant machine gun comes into play at some point, And that's what I'm saying. I, I, Walt does go on the run. He absolutely does. He leaves. He's got a New Hampshire license. He's out. Right, right. But he has to come back for some reason. And it's not to kill Hank. He's not going to kill Hank. It's not to kill Hank. Right. It, it's to take out the people who are now threatening his family's lives, maybe through Hank. Like, Hank knows where Walt is and tells him, you need to get back here. Uh, Shit's about to get nuts. I mean, I was totally dumbstruck by the whole, like, when he said, I quit, and I'm out. I mean, I'm out to Skylar. I did not believe him. I thought, what, what's he trying to pull? But now after the episode, I was like, wow, that really did happen fast. He gave it all up very yeah. quickly. Not only did he get up very quickly, but we didn't see him saying anything to Todd, anything to Lydia, anything to anybody. Just kind of like I'm done. And now let's go cook out. Even if Hank didn't find out, and I do truly believe that he was done, he was still going to have to, again, I, I don't I keep saying it, but he was still going to have to tie up all these loose ends, all these new loose ends of yeah. quitting the, you know, the people in the Czech Republic and the Declan gang and... All of these other guys, you know, he was going to have to figure that out somehow. I don't know if he had a plan for that, but now that now that Hank's found out, well, now he's probably got to. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He's got to (laughs) go on the run. I mean, he he has to, but that's the way to clean up everything. It's obvious that his family would be in danger at that point. Maybe he could fake his own death. I don't know. But here's an interesting thought: his family wouldn't be in danger unless the Czech Republic found out who he really was. Right now, they just think he's Heisenberg, right? Does Lydia know who he is? I don't know. I've never heard him or talked to him in names. Well, when they had her in that uh, in that basement of the warehouse, you yeah. know, and they're all carrying on conversations, and I'm, I mean, I'm sure his name has popped out somewhere, because also, she, she thought he was going to kill her. Right. Um, because she knew too much in this episode. So she's got to know who he is, I'm still perplexed on how these ten people in jail knew who he was. How did they know his name? It's not like Mike was like, listen, now you're working for Walter White. <laughs> that would have probably never came about, so I don't understand that even. Uh, I don't know if they had like a uh, company-wide dossier over at the Gus's uh, meth manufacturing <laughs> plant. So I don't know how. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, maybe these were, you know, they never really get specific about who these guys were. Maybe they were the people dealing the money. Maybe they were the people making the deliveries and they did this for a while. I don't know. Somehow, yeah. I think we're just supposed to take that as, look, these guys could fuck it all up for all. Right, right. Um, Without getting into too much detail, that's what they know everything, basically. Right, right. Um, and the other thing that came across my mind after this episode was over with was looking ahead, I was like, how are they going to get from point A to point B, I guess? With the machine gun in eight episodes. That's not a lot of time. And then I thought, well, look where we were episode one before that started. And look at all the ground we've covered in eight episodes here. It may not on the surface look like it covered a lot of ground, but a whole empire was built. Yeah. 
seasons, basically, yeah. in eight episodes, yeah. and thrown away. Yeah. So, I mean, I, anything could happen. I mean, I have no idea. Now that we're skipping ahead fast, maybe that's what next season's going to be. Maybe he's setting us up, saying, all right, you know what? Episode one starts this time, and then episode two is automatically three months later. Walt's now on the run, and episode four is another three months, and episode five, now he gets the machine gun. And episode six, seven, and eight, there's like six and seven's the bloodbath, and eight's the aftermath, or something crazy that, like that. that. That's what I was going to ask. What do you think now? The, uh, the the scene, the first scene of, of season eight, with him and his his whole new uh, getup in the machine gun. What episode is that? The second half of this season. See, I, I I would tend to agree that I think that would probably be like episode six or seven. Right. If he doesn't die in this battle, whatever it's going to be, if he doesn't die, if he's going to die, it's probably episode eight. Right. But you got to admit, though, you got to you got to understand, though, remember what I said, these writers, they'll take a look at, well, here's what people are expecting. That's what we can't do. Right. Here's what people will think we'll do. Yeah. We can't do that. So the fact that this him go getting the gun and going all out like Scarface is exactly what everyone's waiting on. Chances are it won't happen. Who knows how it could Yeah, happen. well, yeah. Or what could happen. You know, who who would have thought that we're all sitting here for the finale thinking it's about to get crazy, people are going to start dropping like flies, and he kills nine people and quits. I never would have called that. No, no, no. Not in a million years. Although I do believe we said that that scene, that first scene of season eight, wouldn't take place in these eight episodes. I think at least, I think we did say that. Yeah. Like, that's way too much. That's way too much. We agree that's got to be the that. end of the, yeah. the series itself. I was, I my theory was trying to get at the point that, you know, we got to wait a year till the next season, so maybe something would happen where Walt would have to go on the run or go to jail for a year, and that would be a year in real time, and then we'd fast forward over the course of this mid-season break but it doesn't look like that's gonna happen right. either i mean everything i do vince gilligan just says you know what we're doing something completely fucking different right right so uh or, ooh, let me flip this on its ear let me flip this on its ear okay okay what if hank gets with walt and he's like listen we have to end this whole drug thing I can figure out some sort of reason to put you in jail for a year. <laughs> there, your your theory is still alive, actually. No, it's dead. It's alive. Well, because well, now that we're fast forwarding three months at a time, I mean, we don't need a reason to go to jail anymore. Well, yeah, we didn't know they could do that. We didn't know they could fast forward that much in one episode, we <laughs> or that they ever that. would, or that they ever would. I mean, yeah, they spent two episodes disposing of a body. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> That's the pace of the show. It's not, you know, here's what happened six months after the last episode or whatever. Right, right. I mean, there's so many ifs. It's it's impossible. I think, Yeah. I mean, I think you're on the right track with everyone thinks it's going to be Hank, you know, going after Walter and Walter, them battling. But I think you may be onto something where it's like, well, maybe Hank's realizing this is going to fuck me if, if, if uh, Walt comes out as Heisenberg. So I'm going to have to help him keep things calm now that he's done with it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I, it'll be interesting to see the first conversation between Hank and Walt. I don't I'm know. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting yeah. for that. Because if you remember, the movie Heat. Didn't see it. That we talked about. Four hours long. We talked about it. Though. Yeah. Didn't watch it. No, he heats. But you're, you're <laughs> mad. You're out of your mind. It's amazing. I thought about it. But there's this. You should continue and convince yourself. It's a really good movie. But there's a very cool scene where it's like the whole concept of Heat is about, you know, Pacino's a cop, De Niro's a mob guy, and the heat that Pacino and the cops are putting on De Niro and what their crew's going to do and, and, and how the heat is moving them around until it gets to the point where Pacino gets so frustrated he just shows up at a diner where De Niro's eating by himself, and they just sit down and have like a five-minute intense conversation where he's just like, dude. You know, we're sitting here, you and I like a couple of regular fellas. You do what you do, I do what I gotta do. And now that we've been face-to-face, 
If I'm there and I gotta put you away, I won't like it. But I'll tell you, if it's between you and some poor bastard whose wife you're gonna turn into a widow, brother, you are going down. There's a flip side to that coin. What if you do got me boxed in? Then I gotta put you down. Because no matter what, you will not get in my way. We've been face to face, yeah. But I will not hesitate. Not for a second. Maybe that's the way it'll be. Well, maybe we'll never see each other again. But it's amazing. If you could watch that that scene, it's so intense. It's just like, these guys are going to go at it. I'm looking for a scene like that in next season between Hank and Walt. Because they mentioned Heat this season. Yeah, well, don't be surprised. They, they've, mentioned, they've mentioned Scarface. They've mentioned Heat yep. now. There's all these Godfather-type references. Don't be surprised then. Maybe that's that right. could play out that way. That sounds good. I like that. Yeah. Um, was there anything else you wanted to talk about theory-wise? Because I got a couple other things I want to mention here before we sign off for I don't know how long. I I, I mean I that was my 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 best theory after thinking through you know as much as I could about it. That was kind of what I came up with. No, it's a very very good theory, and yeah, I'm with you now. This whole season, I've been hoping my theory was going to come through, and but now I think, I think I'm with you looking into next season. But I think it's still obviously way too early to even try to process what might happen next season. We've got 12 months to go, or 11 until next season. Uh, one thing we wanted to say, I wanted to say yeah. here is, um, I found online the Breaking Bad season four blooper reel. Bang are you, Will? I said bang a Yui. Don't tell me what to bang or who to bang. Bang a fucking Yui. I'll bang whoever I want to bang. Okay, if I want to bang a Yui, I'll bang a Yui. I've banged Yui before in the night. <laughs> I'm going to put that link uh, in the show notes of this episode. You can take a look at that. Um, a list of some of the best songs that were on the show in the entire series. If you want to look those up uh, and download some of them, that's another thing I'm going to add. Um, and our friend Lauren, Grable424, has made another Breaking Bad tribute video. Uh, what do you think of this one compared to the last one, Blake? Um, I, I mean, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Don't get me wrong. Um, I just, I, I, honestly, I watched it when I was drunk. Pretty drunk. <laughs> you know, I haven't, I haven't watched it when I was sober, to be honest with you. So, you know what? I'll watch it after the show. Um, I liked it a lot. It, I don't think it was as like action packed and threw as much in, but I think she went through like four seasons on the first one. So that's crazy. Just all that she had to do to make that happen. Um, but I, I absolutely, I, I did like the second one. Don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah. The second one went through more of the conflict between and the relationship between Walt and Jesse, but it was just one straight song by Trent Reznor over and over again. And it's just like, gripping and intense and you just get depressed after you're watching it but it's it really shows the actors and, and how the show will make you feel but also don't show it to anybody who hasn't seen the show because it spoils everything leading up to like last week's episode like i don't know how she got a hold of these clips so soon but it shows everything <laughs> so uh yeah check that out because uh, lauren does a really good job with her editing and we like her videos a lot um, and the other thing I want to put, oh, the links to, uh, the other thing I want to put are, are the links to, uh, that we, uh, posted here that we talked about, you know, the references to older episodes, the, um, what was the other thing? Um, the traits that Walt has picked up on for the people he's killed. And also Blake, I'm going to send you this little graphic right now. You can take a look at that. That's a, uh, infographic of all of the deaths attributed to Walter White in some way or another of the show on the show. Wow. Uh, the Breaking Bad death toll, you might say. So I'm going to uh, 
put that up there too. You just click on it, make it bigger. It's like a huge file. But it kind of goes in and shows you each of the guys who were killed. I did not realize this many people have been killed. Yeah, it's been a lot. So yeah, I'll put that link on there. It gives you kind of a look at everybody that's died so far. And uh, well, everyone... Uh, just wanted to say real quick here, uh, we'll probably be back with a couple more episodes here in between. Um, if you have a friend or somebody who hasn't seen Breaking Bad, I know Blake, throughout this season, you got your brother-in-law. And tell him about how fast your brother-in-law caught up. Well, I told him to, I've been telling him for months, actually, they need to watch it, but he would canceled his Netflix and all this. And I'm like, dude, it's $7.99 a month, stream it to your PlayStation and watch this. Um he proceeded to get through seasons one and two uh, streaming on Netflix in about three days. He's a school teacher, so it's, and it's summer. <laughs> it's summer, so he's not teaching, you know. But anyway, he got through the first two seasons in about three days. Um, the last time I like, talked to him about the show was just, you know, a week ago. This whole thing has only actually been drawn out for three weeks, two, maybe two and a half. Uh, he completely caught up and, and ended up watching the last three episodes uh, live on Sunday nights. So, I mean, he watched five seasons in about two and a half weeks. That's that's pretty hardcore, and he loved it that much. Loved it. Uh, so, yeah, if somebody can watch all five seasons in two and a half weeks, if you have a friend or somebody who maybe not quite into it and can avoid spoilers, uh, it's kind of cool. It's going to time up. There's been about... I don't know, 55, 56, 57 episodes. If you watch an episode a week, you should be caught up by the time the show comes back. So some people are taking that time to rewatch the entire series from start and get back into it. Um, I think I might wait a little bit and maybe watch two a week, maybe watch it all over again before the finale. Because I guess from what I hear, it's a lot fun, a lot of fun to know where the show has been and where it's going and catching up on those little hints and stuff along the way. Oh, I'm sure. So I might rewatch a few here or the whole thing. And we might, you know, throw a few episodes on there and be like, well, here's our season one podcast. Here's our season two podcast. That's a, that was an idea I had. If we ever get around to rewatching it. Uh, but for right now, we just want to say thanks to everyone who's paid attention uh, and contributed uh, especially those uh, on the Breaking Bad subreddit and our friend Laura on YouTube, Edify, Jared Kuntz. We appreciate it. Blake, was there anything else you wanted to say? No, yeah, just thanks a lot. It's been awesome, and uh, hopefully we can do some more and obviously cannot wait until one year from now, which is ridiculous. Yeah, and make no doubt about it, we will be back for the final eight and do this all over again eight more times at the very least uh, for the final the conclusion to Breaking Bad, the final season. Uh, for everyone out there, all you Breaking Bad fans, uh, we're going to sign off now for a year. We'll uh, see you next year for a whole bunch more killing and meth. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you. See ya. See ya.